Welcome to the Improvised Wikipedia Podcast. I'm here with my friend, John Lunger. I'm here with my friend, Glenn Tickle. And as always, we are rewriting the entirety of Wikipedia off the top of our damn heads, one page at a time, and easy and convenient to listen to podcast form. Hi, Glenn. Hey, friend. It's new in your life since we last uh, Zoomed. Uh, my children have stopped sleeping altogether. They just don't do it anymore at all. Is that a, on on a on account of the meth usage? What's going on? It might. I mean, everybody's getting through things their own way now, and apparently, my children are on crank. Is crank meth? Oh, he's a science boy. <laughs> Didn't they cover that in your training yeah. to teach children science? In my Breaking Bad class, to like here's all the yeah. meth names. I think it yeah. is never done meth i don't know why i said that <laughs> like i'm so disappointed by it oh well i mean it's important to have life experiences i guess yeah we didn't new jersey didn't go oregon we didn't uh legalize all drugs just the one uh during the election yeah that one i've done before <laughs> why are you whispering in case my mom listens <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy! Speaking uh, of drugs, we've done. Mm-hmm. We, we have a guest this week is Mr. Ryan Hill, a drug in his very own right. He's the you know the Huey Lewis song that is Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's Got the one drug. that song's about. Right. About Ryan. Hill. Hi, Ryan, what illegal substance do you closely identify yourself as being near to? Illegal. Yeah. Um, oh, it's probably going to be. What's the one that like promises to do great by you, but then just lets you down at the end? Uh, crack. All of that? All of that? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. <laughs> yeah, if, I if my dare officer was to be believed, that's a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know if anybody walks away dealing with me being like, you know, well, I felt euphoria at first. <laughs> I was elated for a good 20 minutes there. And then, I, <laughs> then I just felt sad and couldn't poop. Yeah, I'm sorry I started licking everybody. I don't know what Ryan got in my head, but oof. Well, thanks for, for bringing your, your hallucinogenic properties to this podcast, Ryan. No problem. Thank you for having me. What's the ayahuasca, the Lehigh Valley comedy scene. <laughs> Ryan. Oh, my God. Oh, that's uh, a good one. What's new in your world, bud? What's new in my world? Not uh, not a terrible amount of new stuff. I don't know. Like just uh, just kind of holding what down, getting ready to do the decorating. John. What's that? I asked John what new things he thinks is happening in the world. I don't <laughs> yeah, know, I man. Say, like, I don't know. I've given up. I like. I'm just trying to like make <laughs> some some small talk and like just connect as human beings for like a, a second. I don't know how to do it anymore. So I figured I'd try when I have people that don't live in my house. I ran into somebody at the pharmacy that I knew and the, how much I whiffed small talk was (laughs) remarkable just because she's like the first person that isn't my immediate family that I've seen in a while. So I recognized her. Uh, even with the mask, she's a very distinct tattoo. So I was like, oh, hey, but she didn't recognize me with the mask because 
I look like a insane mountain man version of myself right now. You look a little bit like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, I'm a little Sasquatch esque. Actually, I'll tell you what's what's new. Uh, so I, you know, I usually don't like to kind of go right to work on 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 things with this, but today I was running Zoom with Saint Nick uh, calls, and I think John, I think anybody who saw me on these calls would have been like, "Who is this person?" Because like I had to like hold. Yeah, you know, I'd be the sweetest possible version of myself because I'm basically the person who introduces Saint Nick to this sure. button the kid. herald of the claws. Yeah, there's like there's just these actually adorable kids, uh, and like the whole premise is uh, they come on, I'm on there. Saint Nick isn't like we have him in the waiting room, and I've got to like first off say the things that are sponsoring this call to this kid who does not give a damn. <laughs> Children love talk. hearing about. Yeah. banks or whatever yeah i gotta tell them like all this stuff and then like tell them that not quite santa is about to come like that that's the hardest thing it's not santa it's saint Ooh. nick and so i've got to be like santa saint nick <laughs> is real tight with santa lower your expectations buddy. yeah and like i and then inevitably they just call him santa like but sure. then they, they, they do get it and then they they'll ask some questions or whatever but like this whole time like, like why aren't you I santa literally, <laughs> literally last week um when i went to introduce saint nick on the story time thing i said he's coming from the and i like totally blanked and i just said coming from the dressing room so of course i got uh some feedback on that uh because that's that's where i go i go to the realism and yeah. everybody's like, yeah, you kind of ruined some some shit just now. So well, I don't know about that. Wi-Fi at the pole. Well, I mean, I don't know. Pole feels like a good place to put a wireless router. Does it though, Jonathan? That's fair. It's magnetic north. Yeah. And you know what? I I do like my I like my holiday traditions. Uh, you know, that are normally shrouded in, in magic and mystery. I like them to be grounded in a real world setting every once in a while. Sure. Well, I mean, the the alternative to these calls is they see him in a mall. So, yeah. Like, who the, the thought that he might be in a dressing room? Who the fuck is that you, far off? Who, who do these kids think you are, Ryan? Like, what do you, like, what, what is there an elf costume? Do you have an elf costume? Yeah. Buddy? Yeah. You're wearing no. a, you're wearing no. a lovely, I'll send you what's on your green costume, hoodie? You're wearing a green hoodie, and I'm wondering if it was whole. Like, what's on the on the front of that? The green. This is like this is, I guess, the maker. This is a hoodie I got in Sweden for like some Swedish soccer team. It's a really Solid. weird humble brag. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got this in Sweden, but I don't know for what. I just wanted like some sports team's hoodie from the the, the trip my wife and I took, and uh, and you're be what's amazing about like certain like european cultures is they don't wear jerseys the way that americans do they just don't they don't even wear soccer jerseys uh well i guess they will wear some but like i remember going shop i wanted to get my brother a present in sweet like the swedish like hockey team or something like that and i couldn't find a single thing where in america you're basically just like bagged over the head with those things uh as as you know things you could wear anyway like, you know they'll have you know eagles pajamas if you want them or whatever and i but yeah so i just wanted to come away with something so i don't need it's it's a some swedish soccer team so you i wore great. a much classier gray old lady buddy okay. looks vaguely right. elfish 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would believe, like, if you did, like, a Lord of the Rings-style camera trick to make yourself look like a hobbit, I would believe you. There's got to be a, a filter, right? You could just slap on there and get some ears on a Zoom yeah. call. You could. You could. Yeah. Instead, I had to be the guy who just was like, I'm the programming director, and here are all the things sponsoring this call. See, I would have preferred a practical effect over a filter, but that's just me. You want me to just put like the, the, the ears on, like that sort of deal? I, do, I know you have them. I do. <laughs> what makes you think I have those? You just seem like the kind of guy that has an elf costume. I don't. You have misread me for many years. <laughs> Have I? I don't know. I just don't think you're willing to out yourself yet. That's all. It's okay. And you're on time, bud. But while we wait for you to do that, uh, as our guest, you provide the topic for this week's episode, the topic of which we will rewrite a Wikipedia page for. What have you got for us, Elf Ryan? Okay. Well, first off, <laughs> We're, that's the last time we're going to hear that, which now that I said that means that we're not going to hear nothing yeah, but that. I don't I'm think you understand how this works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so know. when when you hit me up uh, literal hours ago uh, to ask about this, uh, I thought about the fact that we're kind of like obviously regressing um, uh, to back to where we started with uh, with uh, the the quarantine. And I thought about what got me through the quarantine. And I realized the thing that really kind of got me through that first part was ginger ale. So our topic's going to be ginger ale. Solid. Yeah. First of all, great, specific yet vague topic. I'm here for it. Good job. Gold star. But let's check in on you for a second. Ginger ale is the thing that got you through quarantine? Well, and this ginger is the question. Ginger Ginger ale got me through quarantine because of all the alcohols you can mix with it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's good. You held on to a shred of you, your humanity. You didn't just give up and just like start Bailey's? drinking straight. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, I mean, oh, God damn. That, that, the thought of that is even grosser than Elf Ryan. <laughs> It's a fun Christmas time drink. Bailey's, Bailey's and ginger, ginger ale. <laughs> that All is the old gasps of a holiday going wrong. Bailey's <laughs> and ginger ale. That's that's the story you tell. It's just it, it, yeah. That's it, like what high school kids drink because they don't know any better. Exactly. But yeah, I'm amazed by the versatility of ginger ale and what you can mix with it. And, you know, when I was, I still have bottles of booze from my wedding, uh, you know, a couple of years ago now that, that, are, that are around because I way overdid it in buying for, for the wedding. And, uh, and now they're gone. They're gone. They're far gone because, you know, March and April. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, you know, you can mix gin uh, with ginger ale. That works. Strangely. Yeah, it's the Called first three letters. Yeah. Yeah. How surprised can you be? It's like literally word searched in there. I guess you're right. And that's, I, you know, and I only found out about that earlier this year from a friend of mine. And she's like, oh, okay. So I could do that. You could do bourbon. You could do whiskey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many things. So, so what, but, what's so ginger ale is just to me the best. Although, I, you know, I'm glad I think you'll agree with me on this one because I know you're a fanatic. <laughs> it's either going to be diet ginger ale for me or diet Dr. Pepper. But I don't ever mix booze with diet Dr. Pepper. No, I don't think 
diet sodas go well with with booze. And diet ginger ale sucks ass. <laughs> uh, diet Dr. Pepper is a great treat that the world has given to us. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I've ever had a diet ginger ale that tasted anything remotely approaching actual ginger ale. No, Wegman's brand diet ginger ale is what I pretty much lived off of for the pandemic. Yeah, right. that was, was going to be my next your question. Plug in. Yeah, was your is so that is your go-to brand of choice? Yeah, it beats the okay. crap out of Canada Dry. Any of the major brands? No, it beats the crap. Right. Out. I had I, I killed it the other day, but I had a, a twelve pack of Bold Canada Canada Dry ginger ale. So I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't tried that yet. What it, makes uh, it? What what's the, the stronger ginger taste? Like it's a little spicier. Mm. See, I have ginger more like beer, actual ginger. Want... Yeah, it's closer to ginger beer. Yeah, if I want that, I'm going to ginger beer, which is a great bourbon mixer. But I don't think Canada. I don't think Canada Dry thought they would sell a lot of cans of their soda if they labeled it beer because people are dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like I would have, I I used to work as a bartender and there was a guy who got very mad because we get, he ordered a ginger beer and we didn't have it. And he's like, well, fine, just give me ginger ale and beer. I'm like, but that's not the same. Like that's, you know, that's not what it is. Right. And he's like, no, it's like, it's like a ginger flavored beer. It isn't my, my guy. It's, it's spicy ginger ale, man. He was already pretty drunk at the time. Ginger so, beer is also like very flexible too. You got you have your Caribbean, which is just very spicy, um, and you have your kind of like straight up like the Goslings or whatever. But ginger beer, I don't drink on its own. Like I pretty much just drink ginger beer if it's going to. Probably would. It's. I don't know. I like I like the, the spicy ginger ale more than like regular ginger ale. Um, who invented this? shit yeah good question um what's before who invented it what let's just what is it i think it predates a single inventor um what is it it's a it's a ginger flavored soda a carbonated ginger treat what do you want to hear carbonated ginger treat i like that no, I just wanted you to tackle the first sentence. I, you guys are clearly very passionate about this because you're 75-year-old men. Uh, whereas I'm not a big ginger ale guy. It's fine. But like my biggest, mem- like my biggest association with ginger ale is literally my uh, maternal grandfather loved ginger ale. So I just associated with Poppy watching golf on, on a Sunday and me being like, golf sucks and ginger ale is not good either. See, a lot of Golf people does suck. With, with grandparents because grandparents would just give it. If you said like, oh, I have an upset stomach, your grandparents mm-hmm. would give you a ginger ale. If you said, I broke my arm, your grandparents would give you a ginger ale. If you said, I just got shot in the face, your grandparents would give you a ginger ale. Like that, that, that was there. For some people's grandparents, that was like the thing that they, that is just like that. That was the tonic. They must be from like those like showman tonic days. Uh, you know, Pappy, you know, Von Winkle coming through uh, and, and selling his magic elixir and it just ended up being ginger ale and cocaine. Happy well, Von was, Winkle? Just hold on uh, real quick. Happy Von Winkle? 
Happy Van Winkle. It's a brand of bourbon uh, famously associated with the Kentucky Derby. Um, it was also, there was a big heist of Pappy Van Winkle uh, like a decade ago. Oh, why are we not no, talking about that? Why did you have to have bring enough, ginger ale? Oh, we're not going to have enough God. for mint juleps at the Derby because people stole like a warehouse full of it. Oh, my God. I want to know more about that. That's how you pick a topic, Ryan. God. Okay. <laughs> you said vague, but... <laughs> no, it was good. No, it was good. Um, but I mean, like, yes, you're 100% right that... But I, but I would argue that, like, it is good for an upset stomach. Ginger does calm an upset stomach. Like ginger will, will help calm your upset tummy. Uh, like, ginger ale probably actually won't do it as much as, like, if you made, like, a ginger tea. It's the thing, like, we talked about with the urinary tract episode of, like, drinking cranberry juice doesn't really help because if you're just right. drinking, like, ocean spray cranberry cocktail like the amount of the compound in cranberries is genuinely helpful is just non-existent um if you like chew on a piece of ginger when you have an upset tummy it'll probably help calm it down yeah um, i know it's an anti-inflammatory uh but a lot of sodas did start out as like patent medicines like dr pepper sure. was just like we don't know just drink this it'll probably help we haven't figured out medicine yet uh like that's why coca-cola famously used to have cocaine in it uh it would just most patent medicines were just cocaine and opium it was just yeah over the counter speedballs because the 1910s were fucking wild yeah they're like we don't think we don't know that this helps anything but it doesn't hurt we yeah it's also got mercury in it that's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you know Put a little Terminator 2 inside your body. That'll be good. Uh, so we've it's got... What they I'm use. trying to think of what's what the they earliest. Use. They use liquid mercury in, in Terminator 2 when, when he melted and he like formed back together. And like it's a really cool behind the scenes thing where they had liquid mercury and they ought to be super careful. But they used hair yeah. dryers to like push the liquid back together. That's how they shot that scene. Wild. Hmm. Yeah, I've, contributed. I've now contributed to this episode, so I'm not going to try anymore. Gallium is another uh, metal with a very low melting point. That's not nearly. Yeah, I know what gallium mercury. is. I know what gallium is, Glenn. You don't have to fucking lecture me about your goddamn periodic. You put it table. in your hand. I know. I know what from your hand gallium is. Well, like melt it. God. <laughs> Bitch, you've never heard of gallium in your life. No clue. <laughs> That's the first time in ever a <laughs> and gallium was ever put together in a sentence. Yeah. Ah, uh, ginger ale. Which I think, like, actual beer was probably the first carbonated beverage. Because uh, yeah. as a species, we figured that shit out right quick. Um, beer's been around for a bit. Um, there's a, it's arguable as to whether beer predates bread or the other way around. Because they're essentially <laughs> made the same way. It's just uh, the amount of a water yeast and grain that you're using and like how whether you're baking it or putting it in bottles they're actually quite different but <laughs> there's like a lot of the same stuff wait so uh, you just you just started talking there realized you were wrong and no, this went the wrong I'm way around wrong. to get back to the beginning of that or i'm not wrong there's a legit you could there's like legit studies into which one we figured out first 
because uh, they would have been figured out around the same time. Because when you when you figure out one, oh, you're just so close to that other one. You're like right there. Uh, at some point, we did figure out how to carbonate things without alcohol in them. Because even like early root beers and stuff, uh, it it was carbonated like with yeast the same way you get carbonation in beer. Um, well, but I mean, then, with with ginger ale specific, I guess, like, you guys talked about the 1910s earlier in this episode. It's it's earlier than that. Oh yeah, for sure. It's way earlier than that. It does sort of feel like a North American colonies type thing to me. Like I don't know if it predates 1700s. Um, man, I don't know because we had. Wild West was like sarsaparilla and root mm-hmm. beer, uh, which similar to ginger ale, like ginger's a root, so are, uh, so sarsaparilla I, and whatever bullshit they make root beer out of. I don't see like now. Granted, my 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 background sassafras. here is not sassafras. No, uh, my my knowledge base is not well uh, in this area, but I, I just it doesn't feel like a European thing to me. Like I just doesn't. Uh-huh. No, like a uh, 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 ginger ale it doesn't seem like something that is talked about or enjoyed over there ever. That's feels a like point. a feels like a very North American thing. I feel like if you of... ask for a Jameson and ginger in Ireland, you get yourself punched. Sure, but you probably deserve it if you're doing it in Ireland. Take <laughs> <laughs> like, out the Jameson Distillery. Yeah, do yeah, excuse me. Do you have some sugar water I can cut this with, please? Maybe a pack of Splenda. <laughs> uh I'll go eighteen hundreds. This this is like big world fair energy for Ooh. like we figured out a bubbly drink that's not yeah. beer. And yeah. we made it with this spicy root. I, I miss I don't I can't miss it. I don't think it existed in my lifetime, but World's fairs need to come back. Not anytime too soon. No, no. I mean, yeah, after... maybe give it like a year. Yeah. <laughs> maybe give it five. Hey, it'd be a fun way to roll out a vaccine. <laughs> Got Tony Stark up on stage. Didn't they try to bring him back at, no. one, at some point in our lifetime? I don't know. I guess the closest thing is like Apple product rollouts now. Hmm. A little bit. And like they're trying to show off the dope new inventions. SpaceX missions and Elon Musk whacking off in the corner. That motherfucker. Yeah. He launched one today. I know. That's why it was top of mind. Mm. Oh boy. Hey, Um, uh, my my last question for ginger ale is is Canada dry avail like is that a, a a name used to sell the soft drink in america and if so what do they call it in canada dry. No, it's dry in canada it is they just sure. call it dry no they don't just call it dry they call it canada dry. <laughs> sorry le dry, le dry. <laughs> well that's that, at least in montreal they call it yeah. le dry yeah. Um, well, the rise of soft, soft drinks got very, very popular, obviously, during Prohibition because they had to. 
mm-hmm. but they existed before that. But it was like when everybody's just putting cocaine in everything. Um, but all like I think it ties into like uh, water was really terrible for a long time. Uh, so that like everybody was just drinking beer for most of human history because you couldn't just drink whatever water you found. Uh, but if you if you brewed it in beer, the the yeast to make the beer would kill off most of the bacteria that would get you sick. Uh, and I feel like soft drinks probably the same, same came out of like, all right, we've got this water. It's pretty clean, but it does taste disgusting. So yeah, and if what we can roots do something, can we throw in here? If we can do something to make it taste better and simultaneously not give me diarrhea, thumbs up. Mm. Yeah. I think there's wild there's I think there's wild ginger native to the Americas. Um but I don't know that for sure. Hmm. So I'm trying to think of back to your thing of like you think it didn't start in like Europe. Because ginger as an ingredient very popular in uh like Asian and Indian cuisines. Sure, sure, sure. So I know they got that shit over there. It's a good point. Maybe we're maybe our uh biases have completely just forgotten about uh, a whole other section of the world do you think marco polo got that shit with pasta he's like oh also put this root in some bubbly water it's nice i think he would have found a way to take credit for it sure yeah this is mine this is a ginger marco polo as they say sounds about white mm. Mm. ryan the woke elf <laughs> no, but I do. Th- I do think there is a, a, a native wild ginger in the Americas, so it okay. could have. Uh, because probably. if there's one thing that we do great, it is pump sugar into stuff and sell it to people. Um, it's true. So yeah, I do think. I think we can, as a nation, take credit for soft drinks uh, or soda specifically. At um, least the the popularity of. Yeah, we might not have been the first to put a bunch of sugar and bubbles together, but boy, howdy, did we run with it. Boy, howdy. All right, quick, we're running out of time on our part of this episode. So rapid fire, ginger ale, facts and figures, anything you can come up with. I'm trying, before the Civil War, we think? Do you think anybody's writing letters home about how much they miss ginger ale while they're getting shot in the mud? Totally. Well, I mean, maybe before they're shot, not actively lying um, in the mud, shot, writing that letter. Well, no, well, I, think, I think generals are coming, I think medics are coming and just dumping ginger ale on the wounds of wounded Civil War soldiers, trying to fix them. I mean, it's been, ginger's a natural antiseptic, so like it would be better than nothing. Yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah, I want to say like 1830 for when we got this bad boy in the can. It's the kinky time. Yeah, the 1830s, famously kinky. Everyone's horny, mixing up soda drinks. Oh, yeah. There's cocaine and everything. People are writing letters while they're bleeding out. What drug do you think they put in ginger ale originally? It's all soda used to have hard drugs in it. Like laudanum? I'll tell you what, it's not. It's not fucking gallium, because that's not a drug, Glenn. <laughs> it's not. Don't tell me what fucking gallium is or isn't. I <laughs> it's a metal with a low melting point you could use in place of mercury. Oh, for all right, all right. Several things. Let's, 
Let's take you a break. A let's, let's step aside, pay some bills, and when we come back, we'll see how we did. I will pull up the official Wikipedia page for ginger ale. I'm going to break your legs. Hey, friends, it's me, Glenn Sickle, here in the Improvised Wikipedia studio uh, to do another ad read. Here I am, me, Glenn Tickle, the one you're hearing now, half of the improvised Wikipedia duo. Uh, we always do this. Man, it's not going to translate because this is an audio medium, but on the Zoom call, John is the biggest go fuck yourself look I've ever seen him give me. Uh, I, I was expecting him to jump in, but now F him. Uh, this week, the Improvised Wikipedia podcast is brought to you by multicolored pens. You know, those kind of pens with like a couple different pens in them and you press it to get like the red one and then you need a blue one and you just turn it 90 degrees and you start pressing that one down. Another one pops back up inside and then you get a blue one. Boom, multicolored pens. Do you have a paper to write and then also probably grade because why else do you need a red pen? multicolored pens do you want to fill out a ballot and confuse people fill in all the bubbles with different colors how do you do that with a multicolored pen are you a seven-year-old and you decide to write words in different colors because you think words have different colors get a multicolored pen and insist on using it all the time much to your dad's frustration use code improv wikipod for seven percent off multicolored pens Eat a dick. All right, we are back. Uh, and I have pulled up in front of me the official Wikipedia entry for ginger ale. First thing on this page, italicize, not to be confused with ginger beer. Mm. Yeah, we made that clear. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go right to the right-hand column sidebar, uh, which has good news and bad news. Which would you like first, Ryan, as our, our holiday guest uh, making time out of his busy North Pole <laughs> his schedule? busy Santa wrangling schedule. I regret using that story as the, the banter in the beginning. Uh, I, let's go with the bad news first. Okay, so the bad news is that the country of origin was actually, uh, uh, well, I mean, the United Kingdom and Canada. Uh, specifically, region of origin though is listed as Northern Ireland. Oh, so so not so Canada. not the United. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it is Northern Ireland is part it of is, the United yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, yeah, the whole Amazon flap about that. Right. All right. So there's that. Uh, but the good news is introduced in 1851. I'm gonna say we're right there. Yep. 1851 is pretty much just 1830. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> everybody was everybody was still horny and just all like northern ireland northern it's like a time zone thing northern ireland 1851 is just it's american 1830 sure we were catching right. up at the time yeah <clears throat> okay the also good news for us as we compete against wikipedia here the opening paragraph which we use as kind of the litmus test of who did better wikipedia or us the opening paragraph on this page is super small uh so we got a shot ready yeah, yeah. Ginger ale is a carbonated soft drink flavored with ginger. It is consumed on its own or often used as a mixer, often with spirit-based drinks. That's all Ryan talked about for like the first 20 minutes. Also, did you know if you go to a restaurant 
and order ginger ale, but they don't have it, they will just fill a glass with Sprite and hit it with like 5% Coke. So it's the right color. And then just assume your stupid ass can't tell the difference. It's true. What? Yeah, no, that's a thing, Ryan, for real. Like you go to the soda machine and there's like the different taps. If they don't have a ginger ale tap, they'll just lie. They'll straight up lie to your face. Applebee's doesn't give a shit. How could that even taste anywhere near ginger ale? It absolutely doesn't. Remote. The golden golden style is often credited to the Irish doctor Thomas Joseph Cantrell. The the dry style, also called the pale style, (laughs) a paler drink with a much milder ginger flair, was created by Canadian John McLaughlin. I know we said dry oh, a couple of times you. already, but for some reason you saying the dry style sounded just really off-putting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's opening paragraph. Honestly, nothing special. I'm not impressed. Me neither. They did get two inventors in there. <clears throat> so I guess, like, good job knowing names, Wikipedia, but... Well, first section is history, and, and so there are two sections, uh, and just curious to learn a little bit more about this. So Thomas Joseph Cantrell was an Irish apothecary and surgeon. He claimed to have invented ginger ale in Belfast, Northern Ireland in the 1850s and marketed it with the local beverage manufacturer Grattan and Company. Grattan embossed the slogan, quote, to the original makers of ginger ale on its bottles. This was the older style golden ginger ale, dark colored, generally sweet to the taste with strong ginger spice flavor. Uh, Ginger ale is clear. Ginger beer is often cloudy due to residues of brewing and has a stronger ginger taste. Yeah, they don't filter Uh, that shit. But Mm. shout out to this Wikipedia entry because in the uh, section about the Irish ginger uh, ale, they do spell flavor uh, with the U. Uh, which I thought was a nice touch. Dry ginger ale is recognized as a Canadian creation by John J. McLaughlin, a chemist and pharmacist, having established a soda water bottling plant in 1890. McLaughlin began developing flavor extracts to add to the water in 1904. That year, he introduced pale dry ginger ale, the bubbly drink that would be patented in 1907 as Canada Dry Ginger Ale. So there you go. I mean, nailed it. Yeah. Hey, kudos to Glenn because the uh, dry style became popular in the United States during the Prohibition era when it was used uh, as a mixer for alcoholic beverages. Got to hide that illegal alcohol, <laughs> cover it up with some ginger ale. No one will know any better. Like I did yeah. my, my last day in college. Yeah. They did. I know uh, Canada during Prohibition was like a big importer of uh of booze particularly across the great lakes totally yeah detroit was a big like rum runner place shout out to detroit thanks for your help this past november (laughs) okay uh in the processing so fermentation is a section because to make traditional ginger ale yeast or ginger bug 
is added to the initial ginger preparation containing sugar and other flavorings. Sugar is added because ginger does not contain enough to for the entire fermentation process. Like other fermented beverages, the sugar present is the preparation, in the preparation uh, is fermented by uh, the microorganism into ethanol and carbon dioxide. In yeast, the enzyme responsible for fermentation, but that has nothing to do with ginger ale. Shut the word. I mean, Stop I did padding. say yeast. Yeah, I know. I said, um, did you use your bug? Yeah, it's got, it doesn't have its own page. It's got a citation to make a ginger bug for healthy homemade sodas on Spruce Eats. Some I've been getting a couple good recipes on Spruce Eats lately. Really? Yeah. I don't remember specifically. I've been looking up a lot of recipes and that site comes up a lot. So, so you know how people who make kombucha are always talking about the little fucking, what's the gross part? The scoby? The mother? Scoby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like a ginger bug is basically a scoby for making ginger ale. Got it. What it looks like. I'm, I've never heard that term before. A bug? Yeah. Well, it's important that you learn when you come on this podcast, Brian. Um, mm-hmm. All right. There's more stuff on this page. Nothing great. Uh, health effects, ginger ale with other ginger products and non-ginger flavored carbonated beverages is recommended as a home remedy for indigestion and motion sickness. Uh, it's also used to soothe coughs and sore throats. Um, nutrition, ginger ale is generally high in sugar. It's not a great page, but there is a section here, ginger ale versus ginger beer. We talked about it, so let's see what they have to say. Ginger ale and ginger beer are similar beverages. However, there are clear differences during the process. Ginger beer originated in England in the 1800s, while ginger ale was founded in Ireland approximately 50 years later. Uh, Original ginger beer contains 11% alcohol, but modern ginger beer contains less than 0.5%. Modern ginger ale has absolutely no alcoholic content. Ginger beer is brewed with natural ginger... (laughs) lemon juice sugar and is fermented with a ginger beer plant culture that would be the ginger bug um yeah i just don't care anymore i don't know i feel like we did a really good job but that's not my place to determine if we won it is ryan hill our our esteemed guest and person who decided we were talking about this our our fate is in your hands do you think that we collectively uh did a better job than wikipedia do you think we were worse or do you think it was a push no hands down you were better hands down there you go it's pretty good it's pretty good i uh i started keeping track of the score and the before four times and like we were really competitive and glenn hated it but he hated to lose and and it was just a a fun thing that i did handle it in a healthy way right and part of me (laughs) part of Part of me thinks that the reason he suggested we bring on guests and change up the format a little bit was because he knew that the guests would always say we won, so we would never have to. <laughs> no, I thought we did fantastic. We, we, taught, we, we nailed the time that it was uh, pretty much, I mean, yeah, 1830, 1850, what's the difference? So it's like two, a couple of 20 years, that's the difference, 20 years. Yeah, nobody remembers that time. Um, it was just a ramp up to uh, things that we're still dealing with now. Um, and, uh, and as far as, you know, I think 
we the only thing we we had the curveball on was that we thought that maybe it could have come from um you know a uh, asian country uh because a lot of ginger there but you know i i think we said canada and we were kind of close on that so uh, we're good we're set gonna look up that american ginger see if i was right about that i mean whatever helps you sleep tonight glenn i know it's been an issue in the household lately and I'm just honestly, I'm just a Canadense, commonly known as Canada Wild Ginger. Shut up. You called it ass room. That's not a thing. <laughs> ass room. Oh, okay. A S A R U M. Yeah, room. don't lecture me about ass rooms, Glenn. I know what an ass room is. He it's said ass rum. It's, it's rum from yeah. your ass. It's rum. It's ah. a butt chug ginger ale. Yeah. That's what you get. Hey, hey, congrats. Congrats. We made it two years before we mentioned the phrase butt chug on this podcast. So good job, everybody. I'm really, really proud of us. Amazing considering how much bowel movement related material I listened to today in preparation for this. For the Santa thing? (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing, Ryan? I think you might not understand Christmas. (laughs) No, I'm listening to this podcast. There's a lot of butt and poop related material <laughs> i feel like there's a lot and of you didn't even listen to kirk's episode no i know it was oh, that was mostly that, that was mostly all about the front mm-hmm. yeah. that was the lem- lemonade part of the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't go around the corner <laughs> no oh you get nah. that ginger ale lemonade ginger ale lemonade mix it's it's, choice. Oh, it's no. unnecessary is what that orange is. one though was legit really good didn't have that one. You should get it. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> hey, how did this week's ads ad read go? Oh, I thought it was good. I thought it was half-assed and heartless without me. <laughs> you get the whole uh, You get all of it. Thanks, baby. Ryan, if this wasn't uh, if this wasn't the end of times, we would normally ask our guests if they had anything they wanted to plug. We're still going to do it uh, because it makes us feel sort of normal. So, what you got going on, Bud? Anything you want to tell our listeners about? Ah, uh, man. Um, j- well, you know what? This is what I want to tell our listeners. Uh, I'm sure most of them are doing this anyway, but you know, uh, I-, I work at a place that does live events. We'd like to be able to do live events for reels for reels. Uh, and the only way we could do that is if everybody just wears their fucking mask uh, and does the thing they got to do uh, so that we can go back and do this stuff for reals, for reals. Cool. For real, for Res- real. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was big. Uh, Glenn, anything to plug? No. Cool. Uh, I have a new podcast out. You should check it out. It is everywhere but Apple because Apple takes their sweet ass time approving new shows. And I did it i uploaded it on a thursday not realizing that apparently they don't up, they, they only do it monday through friday do they approve new shows uh thursday so is in between stupid. those yeah no they need at least two business days though because what oh. fuck, fuck fucking them but check it out it's the reach out podcast it's fun i talk to people about food my first guest is the amazing addison teal you can find it on spotify you can find it on uh, google podcasts or you can find it on anchor anchor.fm slash reach uh, is an easy way to do it. Check it out. I'm having fun with it. Heck yeah. Well, I did make a comedy special if people want to watch the comedy special. It's on Amazon. <laughs> I was going to say. What's it, what's, it, what's it called, Glenn? 
It's called Good Grief. Just look up Glenn Tickle on it and you'll find it. That's it. That's you can watch the, that. uh, it's the an- an- anticlimactic ending to a delightful late night chat about every grandfather's favorite beverage. Ryan, if we were going to add a fake fact to the Ginger Ale Wikipedia page, what fake fact should we add? I remember to do uh, it this time, John. Yeah, it was gr- I forgot. Know. I forgot that was great, Glenn. I'm so proud of you. I would say that um, Jesse Owens drank it before his amazing um, 1936 Olympic performance. Yeah, great. I'd Sounds buy good that. to me. Yeah. Sometimes we try to do like a callback yeah, to earlier drinks. in the episode, but like, yeah, that works too. <laughs> <sighs> Would you want to pound a soda and then go run real fast? Well, you I don't want to run real fast regardless of what I've drunk. I don't really want to pound a soda ever. Yeah, I want to sip it at a gingerly pace. Ooh, punny. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm very good at comedy. Uh, I don't know. 